shit if he made it out of this bitch. Potato over my gun. I'm moving silence cause niggas be clocking my funds. When they should keep eye on they bitch cause baby girl coming with sun. Niggas be judging my moves, but please tell me what have you done? My cousin at air out the party for fun. Pistol grips get to squeezing. Wish a nigga would like Liam Neeson. I don't even need a reason. Loyalty over treason. Bitch nigga come and see me. Put some respect on my name. Inside of my city I claim. I try to stay at my lane. Took my advance and put a caprice on them fangs. I'm baiting forward till the wheels fall. Know some niggas probably pissed off. Who would thought I made it this far? Gold mouth, bitch, fuck them all. My next guest is a Grammy-nominated artist and is signed to Dreamville Records. His song with Black Soul, Get It and Go, made it onto the Madden 21 soundtrack. He also has a YouTube series called The Goldmouth Chronicles. It's my pleasure to introduce Luke. My daughter caught me crying, said she missed me, so I just cried with her. Some days I get caught up in the mix, but I'm still a real nigga. If you want it, then go get it, that's how the rich get richer. Niggas yelling, put them on, but never really get the picture. Cause should I fight for this? Nearly gave half my life for this. Some days I feel like I'm just right for this. Then a rap nigga showed me just how really whack the cycle is. My music like a gift, cause niggas asking, what do I type for this? Only person that I'm up against is me. I'm hella humble, don't mistake that shit is weak. Show my daughter if she fall, it's cool, just get back on your feet. I'm here to give you all these tools, and then my life will be complete. Show you what you dream is true, and what you want in life and reach. And now I gotta take a look at me and practice what I preach. You are who you wanna be, and now I gotta take a look at me and practice what I preach. Sometimes life gets crazy Some days I don't know up from down Life gets so crazy Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Loot. So, Loot, I've been uh, I've been looking at your, your YouTube channel, and I saw your... Um, your your gold mouth chronicles what was the what was the thought behind starting all that um we was basically like trying to because i'm i'm a very reserved dude so like uh with the gold mouth chronicles i was trying to find a way to um kind of get a a perspective or a window of who i who i am you know what i mean like i'm like i said i'm i'm super reserved i'm uh hella low-key i don't be on like ig live like that so we were trying to figure out ways like what's a way for me to come out and and be able to open up Mm. so it's like is the youtube channel like your take on like a your own type of podcast in a way well yeah in a way or uh my my interpretation of like a day in the life or you know people who aren't um necessarily as close to me you know what i mean like people people get an idea of me through my music and not really of me and my personality and what who i am and what i'm about because like i said i don't i'm not like 
all on Facebook like that. So, hmm. you know, I just wanted to show another way of, or get a get another way of um, showing my fans who I am and and what I'm all hmm. about. Yeah, you kind of remind me of like a, because the easiest way like to describe like Dreamville versus like another record label is like easily like TDE. And like, if you look at it, like a lot of you guys like share like share similar traits. And I feel like if I had to relate you to like another artist, it would be like Isaiah Rashad. Like you guys both have like a really tight fan base that loves what you guys do. Whatever you put out, they're going to listen to it. But then I feel like you guys are like more like reserved on when you're going to release a song or an album. And it's kind of like a mystery surrounding you guys. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard that comparison before. I fuck with Isaiah Rashad. I, I fuck with his music. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I just like I say, man, I'm I'm the type of person where I'm not like like my day to day life isn't always consumed in music. And I try to express that through my music. Like I'm just a normal dude mm. and I just go out here and just live my life and shit like that. And so the music just so happens to be like the music just so happens to be my journal. You know what I mean? Mm. Like for most dudes, I know some dudes they're like in the studio all day every day or you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that as if, like, I don't eat, sleep music, but, like, I give my time, I give myself time to rest. I chill. I, you know what I mean? Like, I just do my everyday, uh, day-to-day shit. Like, I'm not in the studio 24-7. I like sunlight. You know what I mean? For sure. So when it comes to, like, when you release music, is it more, like, on your time, or is it, like, something where the record label has to be, like, okay, it's time for you to release music? Because sometimes I see that you, like, put out you're like is like a gap between you when you release an album or some songs and then there'll be like a time where you're like putting out single after single after single like what's now, the process be real, behind that I'll, thinking now i've to be real i've never been in a position where somebody was like hey bro we need music right now you know what i mean so i feel like uh for the most part it's just been you know um i'm not gonna necessarily say how i've been feeling but you know because I, I like to i like to stay ahead of the curve so I've been working on things. I've been working on music, and like I said, we've been doing the Gold Mouth Chronicles. So you know, so far, it's just I've just been working at my pace. Mm, I get it, dude. That I think the Gold Mouth Chronicles was like a super smart idea, and then I like. And honestly, that's kind of like. Oh, what were you saying? Oh no, I was saying honestly, I, that's kind of like what I like about uh, Dreamville. It's like they allow you to be you and do you. You know, ain't no, ain't nobody rushing nobody. Ain't nobody, you know, like, hey, you need this done, and this, that, and the third. Mm. Like another comparison, like between like you guys and TDE is like, it's crazy because like usually like back in like the '90s and stuff, there was like an East Coast versus West Coast thing, and I feel like you guys like broke down that barrier when you put out the Dreamville Three project. You know, like you had Reason on it, and I thought that was crazy. Like. What made you guys decide to work so deeply? The reason, like, I feel like TDE is pushing them, and so is like Dreamville. Um, honestly, I that's a question for like Eve. I don't know, but um, uh, because it was very open to a lot of other artists, and um, but yeah, like you know, Reason killed it. Um, there was a lot of people there. I think even Isaiah Rashad was there uh, at one point in time. Hmm. Um. So yeah, and um, uh, who else was there from the West? Coast, um, man, I can't even think off the top of my head right now. But um, but yeah, I, I, that's a that had to be a question for Eve, man. Eve and Cole, they really put that put that together. So, mm. um, and I- yeah, dude, the fucking um, the the guy that filmed the documentary, Chase Fade, uh-huh. he's from Seattle. So like, everyone was just oh, so, so you pumped know when they heard that, like Chase Fade. Yeah, 
Yeah, I went on. I went on tour with Chase with uh with Boss. I think yeah, uh, Chase was doing Boss's photos, and um, that's when I got to got to meet Chase and got to know him a little bit. Cool dude. Wow, dude. He um, so like the beginning of this year, so like I think it was like January. Huh? He did the exact same thing for Seattle, like that what he did for Dreamville. So like all the major Seattle artists came together at the. It was like literally like near the Space Needle, and they called it like the Seattle Sessions. And for like a whole weekend, everyone came in, recorded their songs. Then like you know, like Macklemore, he wasn't there, but oh. he like he'll definitely like hop on a song like after post production and everything like that. And I just I thought it was so cool that like Dreamville got their own little, little thing, and then Chase Fade brought it back to Seattle and did a thing here too. Oh, that's far. I think uh, I think the Revenge of the Dream. Just, uh... Uh, three sessions. Mm. I think I really sparked something. Uh, on the creation album, uh, um, uh, before and saw that and ran with it in a, in a good way. You know what I mean? To get people together, closer together, and mm-hmm. and to be able to get involved in more music and making more music together. I think it's dope. Yeah, that's honestly what hip hop's all about. It's all about like one big community, you know. For sure. So also like, so I've noticed like you um you and Black Soul, you just put out that song that made it onto like Madden twenty twenty one. Yeah. And, like Black Soul, he's from Tacoma, which is in Seattle. How did you guys connect? Um, I met Soul through my manager Pooh. We managed by the same by the same guy. Oh. And um, but I linked up with Soul for the first time. When I went out to um L A. And we're working on some uh we're working on some things for the album. Mm. And um yeah, Soul's a real he's a real cool dude. We got our we got our own little solo thing that we uh that we're working on called Black Gold. Oh shit. Yeah, so so be on the lookout for that pretty soon too. That sounds hella exciting. How did you guys get on to Madden twenty twenty one? Like how did like what is the how does that even happen? Like do you have to like submit it or do they like reach out to you or No, they uh they reached out. They reached out and um and and we did a um they reached out and we were uh, working on some songs, working on some music, and and we uh, turned some things in, and, and and that's how that happened pretty much. But hell, it was exciting as hell to see, especially to play it now and and see the song on there, cause you know. Damn. Yeah, that's dope. So like, when when like Madden reaches out to you, is it like, do they do you like shift through your catalog, or do they tell you what type of song they want to be on there, and then you like, you create that song, or what's the process behind that? Oh, they they basically um. They give you like a, um, like a what, what's it called? A reference, you know what I mean? And you know, no cussing, of, uh, of course. And then, and then you just go from there. Wow. Yeah, you guys killed that song. It was like very like. I appreciate, it, man. It was super cool. It was super fun to make too. It was like a very like championship braggadocious type song, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Nah, it was, it was fun though. That was that was that was one of my. Uh, one of my memorable moments out there in LA working mm. on songs and stuff and submitting uh, the songs to Madden. Mm-hmm. So I always think it's important for like, like the general audience and fans to understand like how artists are handling with these like crazy times with the pandemic protests and everything like that. And like one way I see is that you're doing it through like the gold mouth Chronicles and one of your latest episodes, you like you talked about anxiety. Can you dive more into that for us? And so the audience can understand like, your mindset through that and like what made you propelled you to feel comfortable enough putting that out to the world? Well, initially, um, I wasn't going to put it out. I, um, I was in LA for like three months, three, four months and I was having a really tough time. 
Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on for me. And um, I started journaling and I started writing stuff down. And then um, then my uh, videographer started documenting stuff. And then uh, my manager had, they had uh, put together like a little documentary. And when I saw it back the first time initially, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not putting this out because I don't want people to think I'm crazy or, you know, I don't want to be judged mm. by like the way I, you know, think about things or the things that I think about and the things that I go through. And, um, but I sat on it for a second. I was like, well, actually, if this video could potentially help somebody that's also going through anxiety or, you know, because with anxiety, man, sometimes you really can't explain what it is that you're going through or you really can't explain uh, how you feeling. So I'm like, I, I don't know who else goes through that. So let's see, let's see, you know, how, let's see if, if this video can relate to some, to somebody or to anyone. And to be honest with you, I didn't expect to get the feedback that I got back from it. I was very, uh, posting that video actually gave me anxiety. So I was very nervous, but when I, uh, got all the good feedback from it, it, it was crazy. I, I didn't get not one negative thing about that, uh, that video that we posted about anxiety. Mm. You know, because I guess... And I'm, I'm so used to, I'm so used to like the internet trolls and, you know, I'm so used to people trolling, but it wasn't not, not one troll in the comments. Yeah, that's dope because it's, you have to admit, it's like, it's sometimes hard for like the black community to talk about how they feel, yeah, you know, sure. especially like anxiety. That's like a heavy topic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a lot of mental health issues out there that people deal with. And um, I just kind of wanted to, I wanted to be transparent for a second, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah dude that's that's very inspirational like i love what like charlamagne the god does you know like he's very open about anxiety and mental health and everything like that so i think it's always important for like community leaders to step up and express how they're feeling because realistically we're all the same animal we all have the same feelings maybe at different times in their lives but we're more connected than we're not you know yeah no for sure we're human at the end of the day so with this pandemic, are you still able to like just go to the studio and continue like a normal routine, or like how much has your routine changed with this whole thing? Um, the studio routine is pretty much the same. Um, nothing's nothing's changed within that. Um, it's just uh, you know, your normal day to day life has changed depending on where you're going and you know where you live. Um, <clears throat> I'm still able to do most of the things that I've been doing. Uh, outside of pandemic anyway so gotcha and from my understanding that you have a daughter is she like old enough to go to school and if so like is your are you worried about that yeah she uh she's been doing um she's been doing virtual learning lately uh she's six wow. in the first grade and um yeah so she's been uh doing the whole virtual learning thing she hates it though you know me personally as a kid if i would have told if they would have told me that we were gonna be doing some virtual learning shit and, and not have to go to school, I'd be happy as hell right now. Well, my daughter's pissed. Like she don't she don't fuck with the virtual learning thing at all. Like she she want to be in school. She miss her teacher and all that stuff. So I I mean I get it. Like if you love school and and you know you have a relationship with people like your teachers and stuff like that, and they're they're really good teachers and you know they hands on and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then I can understand. But yeah, if they would have told me. And I was doing some virtual learning shit. I'd be happy as hell that I ain't got to go back to school. I know, right? The craziest part is for fucking college kids. Like, it looks like they're still not to pay. They have to pay the same amount of tuition whether they're actually in the school. Yeah, or no, not. that's yeah, that's that's the whack part. Like, I guess for the for college kids and stuff like that. And even um, I hate the fact that uh, 
you know, for for this year or, you know, that, that school year or that grade level, um, you know, the people that didn't really get the that uh, experience to walk across the stage, mm. you know, that's big. Like, you look forward to that when you're going to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But people that got to really, like, miss out on that, I, I know that kind of sucked. Like, I, I hated it for them. I didn't graduate myself, so I don't know the feeling of graduating <laughs> or walking across the stage or anything like that. But, you know what I'm saying, when you are in school and shit like that, like, you look forward to the graduation part and the cap and gown. I mean, I know people still put their cap and gowns on, but it was just, like, people riding by, honking horns and shit. And, you know, it's not the same as, you know, being in the arena or however, where people graduate. Yeah, for sure. You know, your friends there supporting you, screaming your name and stuff like that. I, it's just that. I, I was like, damn, I, I feel like uh, they got robbed of that. Mm-hmm. So with this pandemic, have you paid attention to like the numbers or anything? Like, do you feel like it's nah, to be honest with you, um, I don't pay attention to that shit at all. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to say that I don't think like, you know, some people think it's not real or whatever. It's just I just I don't be concerned about that shit, man. Yeah, you just gotta be optimistic. Just let me know when we out of these phases. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about the numbers. Mm. You know, just let me know when we out of these phases and. And, and make people wear their masks and wash their hands and shit. Yeah, 100%. So we can get up out of here. <laughs> I got shit to do, man. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got shit to do, man. Wash your hands. Put your face mask on so we can get up out of this shit. <laughs> so leading into the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, is there any like big moves that you're making? Like Anything that you're excited for to happen? Um... Man, I just want to be more ahead of where I am now, man. Mm. You know what I mean? I just and, and alive, shit. <laughs> For sure. You know, I just, you know, I just want to. I, I want. I want to make sure, or you know, I just want the seeds that I've planted, hopefully, have sprouted some by then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It don't have to be full bloom, but I hope something sprouted by then. Anyone that I talk about that knows you, like, they love your music, man. Like. Your fan base is very loyal to you. You know why? Why is that? Because I try to be, well, I don't even know why, to be honest, but I try to be, (laughs) I try to be as transparent as I can, man. I try to be as honest as I can in my music because I have this big thing where I I never want to bump into somebody in person and and my music and my personality don't reflect the same thing. Mm. So I try to be as honest as I can. I try to be as transparent to myself first than I am in my music so I can give people the most honest me that I can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I definitely get that. It shows, dude. It definitely, definitely shows. So Lute, what is some advice that you have for up and coming artists, creators, influencers? Uh, shit don't happen overnight, man. It don't happen overnight. Just continue to put your best foot forward and be greater than the person you were yesterday. Don't worry about nobody else but yourself. Cause the more you worry about everything else around you, man, the more the more shit you, you know what I'm saying. The more the more or the less focused you are about the things that's going on in your life. So just continue to do what you gotta do. Continue to thrive. Mm-hmm. Well, I know this was a quick interview, but I, I really appreciate it, man. Like, um, no, it's all good, and I really appreciate you, man. I apologize for all the other times that we weren't able to link up <laughs> and, and really get this thing going, man. That's my that was that was my fault, man. So I apologize on that on, on my on my end. Yeah, no worries. I'm glad we were able to do it. 
Yeah, well, um, if you're ever in, in Seattle and this and this pandemic's cleared up, I'd love to have you in my studio and do another interview. Oh, you already know, man. I told Soul I was coming back through because, you know what I'm saying, like I told you, we about to do this black gold thing. So I told Soul I was coming through. Damn, that's exciting. Well, I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a good day. I appreciate you, bro. You have a good one.